0: what's happening baby
1: it's uh it's late it's tuesday night it's uh ten thirty-eight. and we just got done doing the round three of the grid life i racers man it, my life is destroyed by video game commentary now <laughs> <It's>, there's so <laughs> yeah, much it's commentary just, uh, there's there's so many things
0: yeah i can't get anything done because all i'm doing is like all these other little things that are now a part of my
1: life uh my car is Sitting
0: next to me, broken now.
1: <laughs> if I uh, if I end up dead in the next couple of weeks, it will be because I spent way too much time working on video game stuff and not enough time finishing all my home projects. Yeah. The uh, uh, there there is that strange thing with wives when they're like pregnant
0: and like having a child that they're like, this house has to be perfect, uh, and they don't finish that sentence. Like that sentence would be like, this house has to be perfect so this child can fucking ruin it. <laughs> it doesn't actually matter. You're not moving. <laughs> who cares, man? That kid's gonna do nothing but hit everything with
1: play with like Playmobil and play school toys. <laughs> so uh I did watch a video earlier this week that made me think of you. It was a guy who oh. had uh uh swapped out the battery at his power wheels for two Milwaukee M eighteen five amp hour batteries and okay. ran them in parallel. And so he got he got the Speed available on it to double. Okay, um, but it was uh, it was there was like a potentiometer in it where you could open the hood and like turn the knob for how fast you wanted it to be able to go. Right, uh, it was a pretty cool mod, and he did it in like fifteen minutes. It's pretty sick. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to do that, and
0: also on on Emma's little Power Wheels Jeep thing, uh, I want to increase the diameter of the rear wheels. Um, so I want to I want to find some like. Rubber belting or something, or but I haven't found anything that works correctly because, like, the thing runs out of gear in like uh, two feet, it's at top speed, <laughs> so it needs more traction and it needs more speed. That's what it needs. So, uh, hot rod and power wheels, there's a lot of ways to do it, but like, I have uh, no desire to spend lots of money on something. She, she like drives once a week, so.
1: My, um, I don't know if your parents loved you growing up, but no, uh, my parents did not <laughs> love me because I did not have a Power Wheels. Neither did I. <laughs> Just, I. I never went to Disney World, and I never got a Power Wheels. So, uh, yeah, life was pretty hard for my, me My, d- my dad, uh, quote-unquote, bought me a go-kart
0: uh, when I was probably six and then um, promptly hid it in the basement where I couldn't get it unless he wanted to pull it out go to his brother's house and like he and his brother would screw around. And then like once in a while I would get to ride the (laughs) go-karts. Cool. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So dad bought himself a go-kart.
1: Sounds uh, like you need a go-kart.
0: Yeah, I know. I I drove a, my brother-in-laws when they were in like high school or grade school, they had go-karts and the go-karts still live in the garage across the street. And me and my father-in-law got the go-karts out like last
1: Sunday and go-karts are freaking rad, man. (laughs) They they're so fast and uh they're cheap to run. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Uh
0: the these are just like little Briggs and Stratton. Like one of them's got a Honda 5 horse and one has a <laughs> Briggs 5 horse. Um and uh and one of them's like a two-seater for children, so it's like a it's barely a two-seater for me and Emma, but Emma thinks riding in it is the coolest thing in the entire world. Uh, that girl loves the track, man. She I I think she's going to I think she's going to be expensive to maintain. <laughs> <laughs> for somebody for some boy true story <laughs> so, uh but uh well here i am like yeah.
1: shopping for go karts and stuff cuz you know like we're in indianapolis and karting is a thing here yeah. and uh you can buy used karts for not that much money
0: yeah i've 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 been thinking like maybe maybe like an actual like speedway race kart with like fairings and stuff i don't know anything about it brad knows more about it than i do brad adams but i should uh, i should ping him about it i've been thinking that would be like a fun hobby for me and emma to have
1: uh yeah and going to go-kart tracks is way cheaper than going to actual tracks
0: yeah it costs like eight dollars uh and we could still use our rv and go camping and because it's not just for me like maybe sarah would support it (laughs) possibly yeah maybe maybe um how has the last uh, seven weeks of quarantine been for you we haven't i don't think we podcast in about a week and a half
1: yeah, it's been a little while. Um, I don't know, pretty much the same. Ashley's uh went back to regular work yesterday. Uh she listens to the show now, so we gotta be like extra nice. Oh no, why is and- she doing that? <laughs> <laughs> tell her uh, tell her to stop that. My wife doesn't even know how a podcast works. Well, you know, we uh we we've been in the car a lot, and she's been she's been listening. Oh boy, that's a dangerous place, man. <laughs> this is she's gonna bring
0: up some shit that uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to pay for that shit. <laughs> I don't know what I've said. We're doing this when I'm tired. I I, I plead the. There's got to be an amendment somewhere in the Constitution that works for for this to plead, but I'm not sure which well, one it
1: would be. <laughs> uh, if if you were allowed to get away with stuff when you were tired, you right. would just get away with everything Uh, because i don't think there's an instance where you're ever not like up for 20 hours so the last like it's been like a you got some sleep last night
0: i I got some sleep the other night but it's been like uh uh, yeah like last night i uh, i slept the most i've slept in six weeks probably Uh, but it's been like a degradation of energy over the past month or so like it's like, it, it's like it wears on, and then, like, I bottom out, and then I, like, crash for a day. And it's always, like, a day that you or Derek want to do a podcast. And I'm like, I just cannot. I don't want to talk. I hate you. I hate podcasts. I hate my life. <laughs> and I go to bed at, like, 8.15, and then I wake up at, like, 8 o'clock. I'm late for work. Uh, but, like, there's something weird about this, like, strange quarantine life where I have to, like, go out in the world and see people every day and repair their homes um, but it's, like, this extra stress that I I can't, like, even, like, put my finger on, like, what is stressing me out about this stress. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. It's, like, this uh, this nagging, like, uh, I don't even know. Like, it's just a weird freaking time. I keep saying it's a weird time, but, like, it's, gr- it's like this weird, gross game that I want to, like, hit the reset button on. I don't want to be a part of this anymore, but I don't have a lot of choices, so.
1: Uh, well, that's... You know, good work just breeds more work. So we,
0: so for, like, a couple of weeks, we were dead at the construction job. And then, like, I guess, like, everybody else in the world checked out. And then I was the last man standing for a lot of these little, like, things. Uh, and we are not dead anymore, which is good, I guess. Uh, I've only missed a few paychecks, which is good. I like not missing paychecks. I think we have a PPP loan coming, which is nice. Uh, so that will catch us back up on that and... Uh, sales are down but like repair work which doesn't like make tons of money but like it'll pay some bills but repair work is going like crazy i think people are wearing their houses out just by being at home
1: i yeah it's kind of like me cleaning up my kitchen what seems like every single day i have to run the dishwasher because there's an entire load full of dishes yeah it's like where did all these come from yeah (laughs) who used to eat here and how many more people are here now (laughs) yeah right yeah, the, the
0: uh, yeah, it's like how, it's like people are wearing out uh, things in their lives that didn't get worn out. I've never like, like I've never fixed so many garage doors uh, in May and April. Like it just they don't break in May and April. They break when it's like negative ten degrees in January and February, and they break when it's like one hundred and twenty degrees in July. Like that's when they break. Uh, but yeah, oh, people man. are driving through garage doors. People are. Needing high-end sneeze guards, did like ten thousand bucks in high-end sneeze guards, and then all those hotels are like, "Hey, you're not a meth head. Do you want to do this other stuff?" <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, cool. I'll fix all the broken glasses that you've been neglecting for clearly a decade because there's like a fish swimming inside of them. Then they're so full of water. Um,
1: yeah. So it, I guess nice. it pays. It pays to not be a meth head. So. Yeah, but then but then you're not a method. No, I know. I'd miss out on all the all the fun times. <laughs> all the meth. <laughs> Think of all the meth that I haven't done,
0: Ape <laughs> Oh man. Just uh, life is passing
1: me by and there's just no there's not enough amphetamines. But there's uh, there's an endless sum, uh, supply of meth in illinois and indiana and you're you you don't even partake
0: no i know it's it's it probably lives about 50 miles south of me up here it's like an endless supply of like weed and uh, and and strange liquors that i don't drink but um
1: uh speaking of tangential segues <laughs> okay um, <laughs> i'm curious to see where this goes <laughs> uh i i need another like i need another completely useless hobby right right Uh, because i don't have two podcasts and uh grid life and a bunch of other things we're basically only Uh, doing one
0: podcast we need to get back in the rv game man
1: yeah i know i need to i need to unpack my rv man Mm -hmm. it's still got like all the uh the the antifreeze and stuff in it it's not even actually i don't even think it'll start because i think the battery's dead probably so somebody probably cut the cats back off of it too meow damn it um but I, uh, the, the reason I bring this story up, you, you mentioned weed, which got me thinking about growing plants, especially inside. And, uh, last week I decided that I'm going to grow an herb garden cause I'm annoyed cause I like to cook and I never have any frickin' herbs. Right. Um, my friend gave me a grow light that he uses. Um, it's like for fish tanks, but he was using it to grow like His peppers weed. and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mountains of weed. Right. Um, but it's like this 40-watt this little thing that's about the size of one of those uh, those those things you get at a restaurant before your table is ready. You know, the little things with the lights on it that vibrates when your table's ready. Yeah, yeah, the little buzz, buzz. It's about yeah. that size, a little bit thicker. You know, it's 40 hockey watts, pucks. Yeah. and it's insanely bright. And I, I got it from him yesterday, and I started messing with it. And I plugged it in, got it all like hooked up and turned on. And I turn it on, and it's like by my side I'm sitting in a chair and it's by my side and it's only 40 watts but in like three seconds it gets so hot that my shirt is smoking (laughs) oh no way that's dangerous And, and I've got like I've probably got 15 holes in my sweatshirt because each one of the LEDs burned a hole in the shirt really yeah it, it, like I said, it's only forty watts, so it caught me off guard. I was like, oh shit i better <laughs> better turn crazy. this
0: off yeah don't uh don't get near that man that's that sounds that sounds like you're gonna burn your house down yeah, we'll see yeah um, that's fun interesting hobby for Abe growing himself some um uh, uh, what's a what's a funny herb name i can't i thought I had something I tipped my tongue and it turns out it was the word asparagus and that's not an herb <laughs> that so. is not an herb
1: <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. It's just something to do. I uh, right. we're you know we're trying not to go to the store all the time, and so it's like, well, shit. I need a blank and blank, and I you know I don't have any. I hate when I'm out of those blanky blanks. Yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking of going places, I was a naughty boy this weekend.
1: Oh boy! Oh boy!
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I want places. So how
1: did that go? I- to to our knowledge, uh, that event was. Not supported by the state. Mm, yeah,
0: maybe questionable. Uh, well, it seems like in Michigan, like the rules are, the rules vary depending on who reads the rules, and in South Haven, Michigan, and uh, whether
1: or not you're willing to uh, march on the Capitol with your firearm and right, just like demand. Right.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um, so, Gingerman Raceway hosted an event last week. It was a smaller event, but three balls racing. Uh, you'll probably hear. Like, if, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard a podcast that I made at the event with uh, Ken Grulick, the organizer, Luke McGrew, I think uh, Scott Robertson, James Morgan, a couple other buddies were on there. Um, socially distant, of course. The only person that I touched was James Morgan because he bear hugged me, but he basically lives next door. So he's done that already. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I didn't catch the the AIDS flu from uh, James Morgan. Uh, but uh, yeah, so like Friday morning, I had I basically committed last Sunday to go to this event. When I texted Ken Grulick, the organizer, who um, uh, I, I asked him, you know, you got any more spots for sale? Because i had seen on the website that it was sold out, and I uh, I kind of know what sold out means. It doesn't always mean sold out, right? Um, oh, hey, Derek's here. Hello, it's Derek. Hey, Derek, what's happening, baby?
2: Oh, not much.
0: Yeah, we were trying to get Derek on earlier, but he was being a bitch. <laughs> I'm in a um, swearing mood, sorry. It's Cinco de Mayo.
2: Yeah, I, I wasn't. I just had to take care of some business real quick. No, oh, here. yeah. That's what I call it, too, man. I did, I've been taking care of business
0: the last couple of nights, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah,
2: had to had to put it on expedite. Yeah, that's <laughs> not usually
0: an that's not usually a quality in sex that my woman desires. <laughs> I, had to, I had
2: to promise more for later.
0: Oh, okay, I understand. I said oh, we'll I keep...
2: got a podcast at ten. We'll, you know, we'll do we'll go we'll, again after.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll do. We'll uh, Abe and I have been going for fifteen minutes. We'll try to do you know, something here. So
2: I don't like um, when you plan out times. We're just gonna yeah. go till we're done.
0: Well, well, I was thinking maybe we do two shows, but Derek's got to go get some. Derek's got to go appease a lady who's oh, probably this been. 15
2: minutes. I'm here now. I got my glass of Heaven Hill bottle and bond. That's I got another good. bottle of Eagle Rare sitting right here. I mean, we're ready to go.
0: So I was telling a story before Derek uh, interrupted about uh, going. What was I talking about? Going to the Three Balls Race. Three Balls, man. Yeah. So on last Sunday, I texted the organizer, and it turns out I had been to the original Three Balls event. Uh, when it was like a bunch of dudes who just figured out they could run a racetrack, sort of like the Honda meet story where it's like, yo, they'll just take our money and give us this track. Uh, And so split time, my buddy Dave Ott and I, split time came out to Pike Speed, Colorado with us last year. Um, He and I went to that event in 05. It was their first event, and it was basically like a no-drivers meeting, like, uh, hey, guys, don't crash because we don't have any safety trucks. You know, Um, that was like the driver's meeting. Uh, and then they started, like, building a company off of that, um, and I hadn't been to one in 15 years because, like, we got busy doing our stuff um, and because I was broke uh, forever and didn't have any money for entry fees. So, um, You're still broke. Yeah, but I'm less broke because I had money for entry fee <laughs> on Saturday.
1: <laughs>
2: I used to be broke. Uh, Still am, yeah. But I used to be. You used too. to be too. <laughs> I'm always in various uh, states of yeah. broke.
0: Yeah, but Derek knows how to finance things, so he's like I less don't... broke because he's spending other people's
1: money. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to complain for just a second about not cars again because you were talking about being broke. Um, we uh, with through my company, we were supposed to be able to go uh, take our child to a daycare that was right near the site,
2: mm-hmm. and we
1: were supposed to get a sizable discount. Really, and my friend, uh, who has a one-year-old, has been taking his son there since he was born, and it's been closed uh, because of the virus. Right, and he got notice last night that they're not reopening. Oh, so uh, this morning Ashley was like, "Son of a bitch, we got to figure this out like now." And so I I spent a part of the morning calling around figuring out how much daycare costs in uh, the northwest suburbs of Indianapolis. It's uh, it's a lot.
0: Man, you got to get your you got to get your in-laws down to live in that McMansion with you. I know, dude. Yeah, man, you got to It's not going to happen. You got to give them the third or fifth bedroom. That's what you got to do.
1: It's just not going to happen. The most expensive uh service that I saw or talked to today was $427 per week.
0: Get out of here. That yeah.
1: <laughs> That's I was crazy. Like, how, how do people- how can you do that? I That's don't even understand
0: money. who can afford that. Well, I mean, it's
1: better than not having a child, I guess. After you have a child, you're stuck with said child. Uh, yeah. And you, not every place was quite that expensive, but like there was a lot of options available between the 300 and the $425 oh, per, yeah. or per week not, price point. How old change, how old's
2: your kid? Not born. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a kid yet.
1: Negative months. I don't Why are you know. looking yeah.
2: at up stuff you don't even need to do yet? That's not how racers do things. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's
0: yeah. This isn't not. This is future Abe's problem, dude. You got way more things to spend your money on today. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Dude. That is definitely racer math right there. Yeah, <laughs> it is not a problem until my it German is Shepherd's a on,
2: he, He's only three, and you can leave him all day. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, it, Try crate uh, training, Abe. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just get a nice big like German Shepherd-sized crate and put a little wiggle down inside of that thing, see what
1: happens. Oh, man. Yeah. It's going to be weird not, not calling her Wiggle because Wiggle's been her name for like nine months. Do you guys have
0: a name picked out, or is that going to be a surprise for all of us?
1: We do, but we haven't told anybody.
0: Yeah, it better not be Adam because that's a shitty girl's name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's it's the original shitty girls yeah, name. That's right, man. Oh man. I would love to see
0: uh, Ashley Jr. Just bring out the junior for the girls, <laughs> man. Ashley's <laughs> Ashley's a red chick. You should just
1: double up on the red. Uh so you went to you you drove your car yeah. to the track.
0: So it, yeah, so it turns out like I was on Friday I was like, man, what was the last time I drove my my car to the track? Like I have a plate on it now for the first time in 10 years. Uh, and I was like, the last time I did was that first three balls event that I went to 15 years ago before it was even called three balls. Um, and I was just like dreading getting the trailer hooked up to the, was it just two balls at that time? Uh, it was like a bunch of dudes from federal mogul who were like, Hey, they'll take our money. Can you give us a hundred dollars and come play with us? Um, it was, like, 20 dudes at that event. And the only so thing, I, time that the time. thing I remember about that event was, like, there was this 68 Camaro that was, like, pro touring out. And it kept getting black flagged because it was losing – I kid you not, it was, like, dropping gallons and gallons of fuel on the racetrack every single uh, lap. Um, And he finally solved it just by buying enough rags and, like, taping them to the fuel tank. <laughs> not safe, but uh, – uh, yeah, th- th- that was the last time I drove my car to a racetrack was in 05. Um, and Friday, I was just—I woke up like, thinking, you know, I don't even want to go because I don't know what I'm going to tow with because all my tow vehicles are shit. And like my trailer isn't here, so I'm going to use the little Gridlife flatbed, which is kind of a pain in the butt to put my car on. Or I'm going to take my Dolly, which is kind of a butt to put my car on. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm driving this pain in the ass.
1: Um, you are a braver man than I it,
0: Dude, it was And, and then I, like, I thought about this walking to work On Friday And I thought, you know what, that sounds awesome Why don't I do this more? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and I got like super stoked to go And so when I got home I was like packing stuff in And realizing that it's like Way less work to drive my car to a racetrack And if it breaks I'll just figure it out then And I just didn't care at all Like I was stoked to not care Uh, How
1: big is the tank in the the Civic? uh,
0: It's either a 10- or 12-gallon fuel cell. I don't remember, but it'll run all the way out, so it's plenty big. Um, And I had filled it up, like, in the second to last time I had driven it, and I had only driven it for, like, an hour and then, like, 20 minutes, so it had plenty of fuel in it.
1: You run pump gas, or did you do E eighty five
0: in it? Uh, not E eighty five yet. I'm gonna do flex fuel soon, sooner or later. Whenever I can buy all the parts and then afford a retune. But uh, but
2: even if you're running flex fuel, you can still run ninety three on the way there, and then just make yeah, sure you run yeah. it all out and you put your yeah. corn in.
0: Well, with flex power. fuel, you don't even have to run it all out. You can just kind of mix it if you want to. But
2: yeah, you'll make uh, a little less power that way, though.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm planning on doing the E eighty five though. Derek's finally talked me into it, but um, dude, so it's I was, free power.
2: Yeah, I know. And it's co- cool. I need a.
1: F- and after. F- we had like a 20 minute conversation or argument about this on a show like 20 episodes ago. Uh, but Derek lost his portion of the show, so no one heard it. Yeah, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um,
0: no, I, I've, I'm, after Saturday, I'm convinced I need about five more horsepower, 10 more horsepower.
2: That um, it'll get you there with well, on a
1: supercharged car that'll be easy.
0: Well, the problem with the supercharged car is after well I guess I'll get into that uh, but so I drove the car there I put in uh, I've been listening to this book that Joe Rogan keeps talking about chaos uh, which is like the uh, the story of uh, Charles Manson and the CIA and like it's the it's crazy <laughs> some so but I got six hours to go I'm about six hours into that book listen to that book the whole way up. Uh, discovered that my car runs absolutely awesome on the highway. Like, the tune is freaking awesome. Like, it's so good. Thanks, Mikey. Uh, Mikey nailed the uh, the part throttle tune. 14.7, like almost on the nose in the AFRs the entire time. Um, and, uh, and the wheel bearing in the back seemed like it was still making that noise, but like, I jacked the car up. I had taken the hub or taken the drum off and stuff in the back. I got the aluminum drums in the back of the car. Uh, a couple of shows ago, I had said that I thought the wheel bearing was going bad, and I jacked it up, and I spun the wheel, and I was like, "Wow, that thing is never going to stop spinning! Like it just keeps spinning, spinning, and spinning. It's like the smoothest wheel bearing ever." Um, and I took it, I, like, took the, I took the drum off, so I'm just grabbing the hub itself, and like, it feels perfect. I'm like, this wheel bearing's not bad. Like, and I checked the other side because th- sometimes with wheel bearings or with noises like that. You can think it's coming from one corner and it's coming from the opposite. Um, check the front hubs. Everything seemed great. I got on the highway and I'm like, well, maybe this is just like the noise that the tire makes or maybe like the exhaust is rubbing on something. And um, for the first couple sessions when I got up there, uh, it ran great. We got up there. It's pretty spread out paddock. James Morgan was following me. He, he, he kindly, put, kindly put some of my stuff in the back of his car, which is nice. He just took his street car. He didn't drive. He was just up there to help his boss, Anish, uh, with his GLTC car. Um, but, yeah, it turns out when you put a fuel cell in your storage area, like the spare tire well, and you put a fire suppression bottle and um, a giant fuel filter and then a giant, a five-gallon water tank in your car, uh, in your passenger side floor well, you have no place to put anything in your car. <laughs> so. Like this, it's hard to take things uh, in my car. I could have done it, but like James pulls up at 5 a.m. and he's like, "Just put this junk in my car." Um, so that was nice. But um, so we get up there and uh, I, I go on track. After the drivers' meeting was basically like it was outdoors. A uh, bunch of people are wearing masks. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk to any, touch anybody. We didn't touch anything. We still had to sign the waiver, but they had a bunch of pens and stuff and some hand. Hand sanitizer everywhere in the entire facility. Like everything you touched had hand sanitizer next to it. But uh, so they were taking some precautions up there, at Gingerman, Which is I give them some credit for that. Um, the tech inspection was super simple. You like walked up, and uh, I wasn't even on the list because I like texted Ken about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I got I got a couple floater spots. I'll give you a spot for Saturday." Um, and he, I think he uh, he knew of he knows of grid life and stuff, and he he wanted to to meet me and talk and share some ideas and stuff so he Did he, you guys touch tips? He, we did. We touched tips. It was very very uh, non-quarantined. Um so we talked about things. I had him on the show uh for about 15 20 minutes. He's got a wild car. Like it's a crazy tube frame thing. I'll uh, I'll send you some pictures so you can put them in front of the article or for the article with uh with that show. But um yeah, the drivers meeting was basically outdoors and him uh, shouting into, like, a crowd of super spread out people to not hit each other because we were in the open passing, like, race pass group, and, like, everybody's in a wheel-to-wheel car. And so basically it was wheel-to-wheel racing with no start. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> so, That's uh, wild. Yeah,
0: it was great. And uh, Luke and Eric were, were out there running around like uh, like the pro team they are now, <laughs> Luke and Eric Meadows. Uh, they... Uh, yeah, they were they were really like throughout the day they got faster and faster and faster. Like first session I was like ah like every lap I could see them pass me or pass the same spot and I was like, I think I'm running the exact same times they are. I wasn't running any data because uh because I was I forgot to bring the Apex Pro you forgot for- to bring your Apex Pro because yeah, it was five AM and it's the first event. <laughs> uh Brutal. And um uh, and also I was just literally trying to see if the car survived. I, I didn't really even care about data. But so the first session I was like I would see them in the same spot every lap and it didn't change. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling pretty good. They're running like low one forties. Uh and then they got down to like the low for one forty 140 point somethings. Um and they Luke, were putting
2: Luke's it, doing mid mid one forties, Eric's yeah. doing one forty ones. He yeah. hasn't he hasn't beat my one forty one five. He's got a one
0: forty one point six. Yeah, Eric, Luke got to to like one forty point five, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I chased beat, them. Luke beat
2: my time, so I changed my plans. I'm gonna come race that gingerman race because I got. Uh, that's
0: that. right, baby. We got to get that time back, man. I chased them one session, and uh, it uh, it went pretty well, um, but they were putting about two seconds on me per lap. But I'm on much much less aggressive tires than Hoosiers, so. But yeah, I feel pretty good about it overall. I'm gonna actually walk into the house and grab a power cord too because my my
2: battery's dying. If anyone doesn't know, less aggressive means shittier. Not just shittier; they're fine. I like the King
0: Air ones; they're just not Hoosiers. But I just I street drove them there, and they didn't wear out at all, so that was cool. So I loved street yeah, driving; it. Cool. it was the it was literally the best part of the entire day. I had I had so much fun driving it. That's but the true. wheel bearing so, started to die, and so I packed it in after four
1: sessions, which I felt pretty good about. So, so we're, we're not going to talk about who or what, but we, we do want to refer to, earlier today I told you some people at Gingerman this weekend went really fast.
0: Yes, they did. <laughs>
1: totally crazy. crazy. <laughs> really fast. I don't, even know, so. I don't
2: even know the backstory. Y'all talking about Jackie? I'm just guessing. Yeah, we can't talk about any of
0: that. We don't know who it is. It's, uh, it's a driver. That means
2: who it is. And I don't have no inside knowledge. I'm just guessing from some Instagram photos I've seen. <laughs> so I figured yeah, that's who I'm it not, is. I'm
1: not talking about anything. All I'm saying that is that That means yes, y'all.
2: <laughs> Spill the beans. Not
1: nope. allowed to. <laughs> sworn to secrecy.
2: I'm not sworn to secrecy. Nobody sold me anything. I can guess all I want. Mm-hmm. You can.
1: <laughs> you certainly can. I'm saw- uh, re- really excited to see that Like some of these newer cars are uh, starting to get sorted and like the electronic bits that are a hindrance are they're finding workarounds. So that's good.
2: Hey, so a minute ago you were talking about like the tech inspection and stuff. Do you guys, do you guys remember like your first track day ever? And did you guys go to a shop to get your car inspected before the track day? Cause I did that. I, I did, did not. not. No, I didn't. Uh, either. I did. I like, I like went to a mechanic cause it said it on the sheet, you know? And I was like, when got my car signed off, then I realized, like <laughs> everyone, just signs that shit themselves. Did you have to pay for that? Like, how much did that cost? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I have a buddy who has a shop um, oh, back okay. home, so he hooked he hooked it up. But and basically, like the page said, like it needs to be someone that's ASA certified or whatever the mechanic certification is. Um, yeah. So I went to him, and you know, he basically was like looked it over, make sure the wheels were still attached, and. We have
0: up. we have a few shops that, like, a b- couple times a year, we, we have a few people that reach out and say, hey, uh, what are your approved shops? And so I'll be like, uh, who do you got near you? Uh, there's a few shops that we have uh, that we trust for track prep. But, uh, yeah, pretty. I mean, it's pretty much like for HPDE, it's like you got to have a car that's not a piece of junk,
2: basically. Yeah, so. but, I mean, my whole point is kind of like just to remember, like, your first track day ever and how overwhelming everything was. and Yeah. You know, just my like I don't know where to go, blah blah. Because I went, I didn't have a friend with me. Like I didn't know. One I, rem- I
1: remember that. Like I was in the exact same place. I didn't have any friends there. It was just like I don't know what to do. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with,
2: not- my what and, with my hands? And car? like you know, when you when you ask someone a really obvious question, that's o- that's obvious. To someone who's done like ten track days, but not you, they answer you in that kind of like not smart ass way, but like <laughs> idiot. Yeah. <laughs> The bathroom's that way, dipshit. Like, yeah,
0: that's the worst feeling too. You're like, but
2: I, I'm just trying to have fun with you too, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't be mean, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the worst.
2: <laughs> oh, it's uh, fun times.
0: Yeah, the tech inspection for this one basically consisted of like walking up to a dude named Zach, and you're like, "Hey, Zach," and he's like, "Hey, what's your name?" <laughs> uh, and I'm like, "My name's Adam." He's like, "Oh." You're not on the list, but I knew you were coming,
1: so here's your sticker, <laughs> and, and that was tech. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about it on the phone earlier this week. Tech is uh, tech's an interesting, it's an interesting problem to solve. Is, as an yeah. event organizer. Yeah, right. Because if you inspect someone's car and you give your thumbs up, right, uh, you sc- potentially kind of, you open yeah. your own. You open your own organization to liability. You're screwing yourself. Grid, like, Grid
2: life does the most intensive HPD tech I've ever seen. I've never yeah, seen an organization open the hood of an HPD car. Like that's not because
0: one time. we see so many loose batteries. Like, I'll bet you yeah, in, the I know. Past, in the past 15 years, we've found probably 100 batteries with no tie-downs. And it's just like, that's just not going to work. That's how you light cars yeah. on fire. Um, so our our,
2: our, pe- our people is a lot more, I guess, kids and stuff too. Though you know, you know that yeah. will come with that, with like loose batteries and old Hondas. Yeah, we're
0: we're we're like uh, we're, we're 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 bait for dirtbags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's not a bunch of like cars with warranties uh, typically. Yeah, it's been getting a lot newer though. Like uh, like the the average age is definitely newer than it was five years ago. Uh, of cars, not not of people, uh, but of cars in HPDE. Uh A lot of cars that are still being paid for, and they have all the uh, components that they that they came with. <laughs> yeah, uh, man the first the first track day we ever did, I swear, probably ten cars went to AutoZone just to buy parts to pass tech and uh, I probably shouldn't have even passed the tech on my own car because, like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> like, uh, Yeah, it was Now, it were was you bad. on, like,
1: a, a power trip at that time, and you were like, no, this is not going to pass. No, Brr. no,
0: like, I was literally taking shit off of my work truck to, like, make people pass tech. I'm like, yeah, give me that back at the end of the day, please. I need that to get home. <laughs> like, I've never been on a power trip, ever, uh, and I hate flunking cars, like, I hate flunking cars. I've looked over, I've looked past some things that I shouldn't have. So it's probably the reason that I don't, I should not be a tech, uh, because like I just don't want to ruin somebody's like, like what might be their best day ever. I don't want to start it off like in a bad spot. Yeah, I don't want to start it off in a bad spot. I'm really bad at. Everything I need to be doing, but I was also Safe, like
2: safety before niceness. Though, well, it,
0: yeah, if it, if it's real, if it's a genuine safety problem, like like I'll I'll give you as many zip strips as I can in order to make you pass tech. It's usually something like that. Like, hey, this wiring harness has clearly been rubbing this belt for a thousand miles. Like, let's make it not do that. You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the tech was very lax at three balls, which. Uh, but they they generally have a crowd that is running in brand new cars or newer cars or like full race cars with logbooks. Uh, so I, know, I, was yeah.
2: watching, uh, I was watching I was watching McGrews in car and he is just all up in this Corvette's butt and that Corvette just did not want to give the point. <laughs> it's like, oh man, we we were actually yeah man
1: uh, the Corvette basically stretched from like you know 10B to 11 yeah. and then uh, uh, Anish and. Luke spent the rest of the time reeling him in and getting slowed down. Dude, they yeah. had the best. Or, the or game, her, so it could have been her. They
2: was holding me. him down on probably that person. About 2 or 3 seconds just in that tight stuff. Yeah.
1: The the
0: uh, I think aside from that one that one video he put up, like we were in an open passing group so they would have been allowed to pass him. Uh, but then at the end of each day, uh, the very last session of the day was basically like anybody who wants to run can run. Uh, and it was about the same size group. It was probably about 20 ish cars but it was under group group two passing rules so it was like point. oh by so passing. that's why
2: they had yeah. to do the points in that group yeah okay that so, makes sense so, yeah like that doesn't make that corvette's behavior excusable but
0: no but he's a he's a corvette who put a bunch of lengths on those stupid miatas and civics and s2000s so why would he ever ever look behind him you know
2: yeah Oh but, trust me yeah. he was looking behind him. <laughs> the,
0: the first five la- the first five sessions it was I mean it was like uh it was like the weirdest wheel to wheel race that I've ever been in. It was just ever anything and everything. Pretty uh, cool. Bu- like three of the sessions I didn't get past at all because I just went out there in like the right spot. But the first session I was like st- I'm staring at my temps like trying to feel the car out um and uh and I had gone out uh back of the pack but but there had been some oil down in the very first run group, which was like a group three group. They started with group three and then worked their way up or something. Um, they had oiled down something and put down some coolant in turn five. And so, like, every car, Joe, the track lead there, uh, was, like, stopping and saying, hey, there's coolant in turn five. And so, like, by the time I, I, I had started last, like, on purpose, because, like, I'm, I just want to, like, drive around for three laps and look at all my gauges um, and, and feel the car out and uh by the time joe let me out all the fast cars were directly behind me <laughs> so so that didn't work at all <laughs> but uh yeah it uh, the car did fine the car was really good aside from the wheel bearing i would have ran all the sessions if it wasn't by the by by session 4 in hard right handers the back was going wah, 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 like it was a real 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 prominent wheel bearing noise so uh and i could i could actually feel it in the bearing then um, but the car was really, really solid. Even the way home, you, like you end up getting some clean track,
2: though. Yeah. What's up? Do you end up getting some clean track?
0: Yeah, I mean the the brakes. Uh, the biggest thing that I really was worried about um, going into this uh, into this event was the brakes. Like I thought, I spent all year last year like hating the brakes. Like they just felt like utter garbage the entire year. Um, and I mean, I say entire year at, like all three events that I took it to. Um, and I tried everything aside from changing the brakes out. And then, uh, in like a multi-way trade, I got myself some spoon calipers. And then I looked at my line routing situation and thought, I hate this line routing situation. And called Bart from Pegasus. Uh, I think he's with Anti Gravity Batteries now, but called up Pegasus and got me some uh, some flex line, uh, pre-made stainless steel stuff and like routed nicely. So like. The brake lines are all routed nicely. You think it was?
2: Yeah. You think it was the brakes or the calipers?
0: It was probably a combination of both. The way I had the ru- the line routed, it was hard line that went like up real high in the dashboard and then came back down, and it was like all around, like it went up and down, like following some contours of the body uh, underneath the windshield cowl. And I think, and it was like some pretty abrupt bends too, to like get around some stuff. Um, but I think the biggest thing was the the like the Multiple time rebuilt Willwood calipers. It was. It just, when did I tell like,
2: you to? When did I tell you to change those?
0: Uh, a long time ago, actually. But I don't yeah. believe you. So
2: after the first problem, <laughs>
0: dude, you, I can't. <laughs> like, so I drove this thing on the street a bunch, and I was like, I don't even know if this, if these brakes feel good now. I don't even know. Like, I didn't have any reference to compare it to. Um, and once I got them on track, like four turns in, and they were just on some old Hawk DTC 60s. Uh, that, I mean, they have plenty of pad life left, but they were probably used for a couple races. I got them from a listener to the show uh, who's uh, whos who's got a rad uh, Civic that'll be running in GLTC. Uh, but the um, the spoon calipers have a smaller what, what piston than the Woolwoods. What's that? that?
2: Who, who'd you get it from?
0: Who did I get them from? I don't want to blow up anybody's spot who's uh, who's now got stop techs. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> uh, no, it... Uh, it they're so freaking good. Like the brakes are finally good, and I'm so stoked. I couldn't. And those be are more those stoked. are
2: spoon calipers, right? Yeah, they are spoon calipers. So those are plus Weckfest points, dude. For
0: sure, so many Weckfest points. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and they're blue, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're all spoon oh.
0: calipers are super blue.
2: I love me some blue um, on some red. Yeah,
0: dude. They're, the brakes could not like they almost couldn't be better. Like on the street, like they feel okay, but then like. Once I got the pads hot, I mean, it was just it was out of control how good they were. Like they were like know. I barely i like uh, the couple laps that I was following Luke and Luke and Eric like real tight. Um, they would pull in the straightaway. They would pull probably three or four car lengths from me in the big straightaway, and I could get if I wanted to like. And I was on I was on lesser tires, I could get all of it back. Like the car was that good on the brakes, it was so crazy. It was so crazy.
2: Yeah, so uh, I know your other wheels didn't fit or something. I don't know why you sold them. I can't remember. But a white wheels on those blue calipers with the red car, that would be pretty might sweet. Look,
0: yeah, I might need to paint my uh, my three-spoke Advans white. So. Oh, ooh,
2: yeah, you have those, don't yeah. you? That would yeah, be cool.
0: I, I do need to refinish those something color. Champ
2: white, baby. Paint the walls. Yeah, i thought about it. Uh,
0: that... that, that Doing some kind of white would look really sharp on that car. So, so yeah, I'm super speak- happy. S-
2: speaking of this track day and our NC, my NC family, my two ducklings that I'm molding up, yeah, from from little little time attack and HPD cars into racers, Luke and Eric. Luke, th- we went over his motorcycle on here before, huh?
0: Yeah, uh, and and I think uh, I think we'll have just talked about it on a show that he and I did.
2: Uh, so. Okay, well, since since that show, because he diagnosed a problem now. Yeah. So um, he figured out...
0: He, he's got the head off now, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, so he probably said that he didn't know what was going on. I'm just guessing. But it was running cool, but it was pushing coolant out the overflow, or eating coolant, or whatever. Coolant was disappearing. Yeah, it was pushing um, out the overflow. Yeah, so he... Well, he th- yeah, he thought that, but someone was going in the oil too because he he drained the oil and there was coal in the oil. So oh, he no. pulled the he- yeah he pulled the head last night because um, that's how Luke does things. He gets home from the track and immediately fixes the problem. Um, he pulled the head off the car and I think he started working about four or five and he had it off at ten. And there was clear creep on one cylinder, um, okay. like the oil passage and the cylinder. So he uh, he called. ARP well he ran that car on the wrong timing for a little bit we know that um that motor so we think that maybe might, might have compromised the uh head gasket a little and then also the ARP head studs he called ARP and ARP was like well that our recommendations were for that for that head studs on like stock compression on that motor and if you're running more compression we should you should probably do these head studs that are a little stronger metal so I think he's right. maybe maybe switching head studs and then putting it all back together but car makes power and ran good I mean he ran a 145.5 f- at Gingerman. So,
1: What's the GLTC lap record is it a 39 or a 38 It
2: is a high 38 and okay. uh it is pr- it'll is probably be a 37 this year yeah, Is it, that is that Cattell or Lichty? That's Lichty. And, okay. and, and Lichty was that Licht, in a Licht,
0: race or was that are we are we calling qualifying?
2: Licht, Lichty done a uh, 38 in a race that's so rowdy. That's so freaking yeah. rowdy. And um, he did it. He done a thirty-eight on the old on the BP motor too. Um, but the track conditions were better though. Um, yeah. And you know he's gonna have him and Emil are gonna be. They might be partnering up in quality or something. Might see some thirty-sevens for some toes yeah. this year. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm just freaking glad that uh, I'm glad I get real breaks. I guess I guess I should say thanks to Andy Work. He came up with a pretty good trade. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm glad. I Thanks got Andy work, and. whoever you are. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a good dude. He's got a, a beautiful Honda Civic too. Uh, has ran an H2, a bunch with Brad Adams, but. Is um, that the orange one? Yeah. Yeah. He just redid like the entire Oh yeah.
2: Car. I follow him on Instagram. I think it looks cool. I like It's orange. a really, really nice build. Really nice.
0: He he got the stop techs in trade from Don Kushel who got the really cool OZ wheels that I'm super sad I ever traded, but they wouldn't clear my brakes. So
2: Is that an EK, that orange car? Uh yeah 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 I think yeah, it's a, cool. a, a ninety six yeah. or ninety seven so. yeah and we have another new ek to gltc old Bob Dice was uh, running time attack in yeah the yeah Bob
0: Dice was uh, he yeah Bob Dice uh, he
2: got Bice. a yeah. he bought a old uh, space agency st four car from our buddy Josh um, sure. he getting out of the track game for a little bit and sold his car to. So Bob's K twenty four E K, with all the right bits, I think, and
0: he ran that thing all weekend too. I think, and uh, ran it hard this weekend. Had a good yeah. I
2: think he, he was on he was on some real old tires. Um, I think he said the tires had thirty heat cycles on them. Yeah, and he was kind That's of sweet. trying to like talking about handling characteristics and stuff, and I'm just like, no, you got to get some fresh tires on that thing because I've had old Hoosiers be loose and be tight on the same yeah, car on they the same can, setup, they can
0: be both like it yeah one yeah. lap they push and the second lap they the car like uh, does not push anymore but
2: yeah uh. it, it, they just go two or three seconds slower until they cord so yep. you, you know he's got to get some fresh tires on that thing and i'm sure it's going to be fast i don't know if it's still an sd4 spec but i mean he'll probably add a little weight or take a little power out for um or take a splitter off or whatever for for GLTC, yeah. but um glad to have them.
0: Uh, i got to buy myself a cheap iPad or something for, for Apex Pro use.
1: Um. Speaking of that, we should probably also take a, a couple of minutes to thank uh, the Slip Angle partners. First and foremost is FCP Euro. Yeah. Um, they have been a supporter of the program for a little bit, and we really like their product. We really like them as people. Um quick details if you're not familiar with fcp euro already they have uh free shipping on orders over 49 dollars, which is awesome uh, they do lifetime replacement guarantee on anything they sell and uh returns are hassle free so uh if you've got consumables if you've got European cars that you need to get parts for they're probably the place to go and we think those guys are awesome yeah, yeah. so A- anything, make sure to check out Fc com
0: anything and everything in the European uh, and in consumables you can you can put you can put their oil into anything so check them out for uh, for solid prices solid
1: shipping and great customer service too so and uh, the apex Pro unit uh, has actually recently um, changed price. Uh so our slip angle special now is uh Apex Pro unit with the uh the suction mount to mount to your windshield uh that works great and uh an Apex track coach one-on-one session with Andrew is now $549. So if you missed your opportunity to get it at 449, uh sorry to hear that, but uh, if you are interested in buying an apex pro please do so through the TrackTune website and uh, support the slip angle podcast
0: yeah awesome uh, awesome little product that i totally forgot to leave i left it in my bathroom charging at 5:30 in the morning cuz i'm an idiot but definitely not going <laughs> to not going to do that again next time uh, but i, I uh, e- even just the in the in car uh, feedback from the lights and everything it's uh, it's a very unique and and super Super usable product, uh, especially for the people that that do poorly looking at, uh, at looking looking at predictive lap time like me. Yeah, like you Austin. don't, you
1: in particular don't need any distractions. No, me We're, and Austin, we don't you're, need. You're any your distractions. driving is deficient enough.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm like I used to be fast, and but when everybody else was slow, and now I'm like a happy mid pack guy who just doesn't want to crash into people. So, mid pack, Larry, huh? Yeah, that's right, mid pack, Adam. That's what they call me.
2: Uh not in mid pack Adam you hadn't even got a good race in yet you're you're going well, to this year though you are are
0: he did he did okayish at Blackhawk. I podiumed at Blackhawk, but there was uh, only ten yeah, people left in the race
2: you you podiumed, <laughs> but you know that car wasn't going that no, wasn't.
0: that I podiumed, and I was like hitting the brakes at the last braking marker. but
2: I'm or the first so excited braking excited marker, i mean <laughs> and you
1: also you miss shifted like a million times, yeah, that's true, yeah the car I'm so nuts.
2: excited. Because people bought you Hoosiers, and that's my favorite tire. And we got Hoosier good. Contingency this year, and you're going to get to run on some fresh Hoosiers for probably the first time in your life. And I'm real excited to hear your I've feedback. Never driven. You're going to ruin him.
0: I've never driven on real Hoosiers, but I knew Hoosiers before. I just have not. So uh, does not is Nine Lives Racing supporting this? Because Derek's rocking one of those things. If not, we should at least say hello do. to those buddies.
1: Hi, we should Lives. say hi to the Nine Lives Racing guys. And yeah. uh, we, we do think their product is awesome. And uh, t- uh, t- I don't we've th- helped them sell a couple of wings, which we're pretty excited about.
0: I, I, I don't think that's a bad looking wing. Uh, if you've got to have a wing, you should probably buy it from Johnny and the boys down there. So. Uh,
1: it's a probably good wing. The, it is probably the most cost effective wing on the market, yeah. like Barnon. Yeah, it's the mo- It's it's probably the
0: second most cost effective wing too. Uh, there's probably cheaper wangs out there, but they might not do arrow downforce good for your car.
2: Man, I don't know. There, it might be the cheapest. Um, no, I mean, cheap. I mean, there's
0: like there's eBay ones that don't actually do things.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm you, uh, the definitely you get the, your plywood wing. It definitely must be the most cost effective like motorsport wing. Yeah, um, it's really it's a really good deal. Really you know boring. they have they have their uprights and stuff like that but if you wanted to cut your own uprights with it with a angle grinder or whatever i mean you can get just a foil i think for 400 dollars or something i mean pretty cheap yeah so it's pretty cheap um definitely hit up yeah. old old johnny
0: Old johnny get them johnnys
2: old Johnnies out. johnny get your wing real good wing for a jtc car low drag you know you don't need a whole bunch of downforce on a what and a, and a, a twelve and to right one car, the, thirteen to one car, whatever on cars remember?
1: that don't make any HPS.
2: Yes, minimum. Right HP. at the limit
0: of GLTC uh, size. Also, coincidentally, wink yep. wink.
2: You can order the biggest Johnny aluminum wing, and it is GLTC legal. Max yes. width he offers.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, Derek has driven once this year. I drove once this year. Uh, Abe, when are you going to do some things other than like?
1: be a responsible human being. Um I don't know maybe Honda meet. I bought I out, bought some man. Koenig wheels um last summer. I just need to buy some tires. I'll probably buy them from Brad at Tire Rack. Um I saw him this weekend but, uh, too. He was there. Yeah man. Yeah. He, and uh he has also offered me the opportunity to try driving his new new SI or his his 10th gen. Right and I, I really, really want to, but I kind of don't because I'm sure it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he's on, he's got some uh, He's got some good-looking
1: wheels and tires on that thing, too, that he sold himself. So, uh. Uh, And he always, like, posts up in the Track Midwest Facebook page when he's got, like, killer deals. Did you see he had the, uh, what was it, the Goodyear Eagle, uh, what was it, F1 Supercar, the, the tire that came on the ZL1? Yeah. <laughs> or the, the ZL1 1LE. Those tires are awesome. Awesome. Yeah,
0: they're giving them. I don't know why
1: more track mod drivers don't use them. Yeah. Well, because uh, because everybody uses the same tire track. So
2: speaking of Camaros, I want a Camaro. I think after we buy a house, which is next.
0: What kind of Camaro do you want?
2: I want the SS 1LE. Dude,
0: those are such a good deal. They're like eighteen dollars.
2: Probably like two years from now or three years from now, we're gonna buy a house first. But I really would like one of those cars. Because they're getting cheap. So, Abe, right now, you can buy a 20,000-mile 2017 SS1LE for $30,000. That seems pretty cheap. In any color you want. That's a fast car. The car.
1: So, I've thought about this a decent amount recently and things that I can't afford, especially if I pay $400 a week in daycare. Um Two cars that I think are awesome that I would genuinely love to drive and own are TTRS, obviously. The other car that I think is awesome is the ATS-V. Yeah. And the ATS-Vs are That's like... A good car, too. It's not bad for the money right now. You can pick up a used one, and they're not that expensive. And so you get one of those with, like, a six-speed manual, and the car would be rad.
0: Hey, you know what I think we should do since we're 53 minutes into this podcast? Take it on over to Patreon. I think we should pause and take it over to Patreon. And also before we end, we should really thank all of our super generous Patreon listeners.
1: Those guys are so
0: awesome. There's probably a girl in there or something, or like a guy who aspires to be a girl or something. So guys, girls, whoever. So appreciate you.
2: Yes, thank you. And we're getting more I actually got the email that the Patreon money got sent to the bank account that I don't know where it is somehow. Yeah. We'll have to give
0: Austin a little bit of money, and we're, uh, we're slowly trying to pay Austin back for all of his back hosting money and everything. We got so.
2: we got more than a hundred dollars and less than three hundred dollars yes. since it's on bank account somewhere that I don't know about.
0: Uh, we we really do appreciate everybody. It's uh,
2: and yeah, and one of these days we're going to be buying a sweet board, uh, and then then I'm going make it a little easier. We've been we've, been we've been slacking a little on getting Patreon podcasts out, so we're going to make one right now after this, but. Yeah. Um, I think we've just been doing so much cool shit with Gary and stuff that we don't want everybody to hear it, but well, I, I, I
1: I love I love shows with Gary the, so the much. The
0: biggest the biggest thing that we're trying to do like right now in quarantine time is like everybody's bored. So like we've been really trying to make two shows a week and it's like really hard to make three shows a week.
2: <laughs> so, uh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially with all this irising stuff and Adam having to announce. <laughs>
0: Dude, I have been calling races till my freaking voice burns out, man. It's not... I, uh this which it is right now it's burned out so anyway we'll shut this one down we really appreciate it before i go i
2: promise i would shout this out on the podcast so i just got pictures sent to me on the nc we have a little private nc group chat on facebook oh boy aren't aren't you fancy nerds our buddy justin lee um miata hub justin he owns uh, miata hub with jeff preston he just sent me pictures of his completed caged NC GLDC car. Picked hey, it up tonight in the send trailer. Send me a picture. It's black, just like Luke's, and I will send it right now. Wasn't
0: that like his girlfriend or wife's street car for a while?
2: I think maybe. He owns two now. He bought another one, a newer one, to keep out of the street car, and he's making this one a race car. It's Wasn't black, he the blacktop. guy that
0: I delivered the roll bar uh, to after Road Atlanta two years ago?
2: Yes, yes. I think I thought, he's put on that you. roll bar in the newer one. Um, but, yeah, okay. very tall guy. Does yeah. Miata help things and works at Cummins and super cool rad guys. Very yeah, tall Yeah,
0: he was at our October event too, wasn't he?
2: Yes. He has, he has been at a bunch of events. He has that Enduro v, uh, J-Swap old Miata.
0: Has he been to a bunch of our events? I thought he's only been to one or two.
2: Mm, pretty good amount, I think. Pretty sure he's been to a bunch. He's a Gold Pass member this year.
0: I know. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice dude. I, I, I like talking with him online, and he makes a cool product for, for the older Miatas. So.
2: But, yeah, super, super smart guy, building a cool car. He's going real light on uh, lightweight, like no dash, super gutted his, his doors. The da- He he made a dash, but it's like – you'll see I just sent you a picture, but it's like uh, – Nice. It's aluminum or metal, some metal. Yeah, that looks metal. pretty sick. Yeah, pretty sweet, right? And so he's going to do the Cam 2.5 on 85 just like we – we do so we'll have four of these E85 2.5 prepped NCs are running around this year. Man, that sheet metal dash looks pretty trick. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I like. Yeah. I thought it would it would look cheesy, but that's really nice. Like if I made it, it would look cheesy, but whoever did that did a good job. Yeah,
0: that looks great. Cool. Okay, Very that's nice.
2: all. I just want, I just wanted to drop that because yeah. Oh, we we don't have quite out of numbers yet, but we're coming for you guys. Yeah, man.
1: You guys need to start winning races. Well, I th- hey, I think we're with, getting there.
2: With,
0: with seeing what Luke got out of that, like uh, basically broken NC this weekend uh, on a track that did not feel that good to me. Like Gingerman felt really green this weekend. Uh, yeah, those cars, that cars got potential, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, you have to think too. Like those winning Formula cars, those were like championship level winning PTE cars. Right. Five years ago. You know? I mean those cars were really developed and dialed. dialed. Yeah, super dialed. Both Rob's and Aaron's, you know, right. And, you know, prepped to buy a race shop so yeah. they drop the motor in and go. Whereas like I'm still working on gearing and working on my damn driving and you know yeah. we'll get up there. That's that's part of the fun though. That's what's great about um this kind of competition where you know for sure it's it's the the power set you know you know like if you're not there everybody's making the same power so you got to fix something to get there you know that's part yeah. of the fun yeah
0: all right well we'll pause right, we this should probably uh, uh let, change over let's keep the recording going and we will just be quiet for a second so that abe can uh, separate the shows thanks everybody we appreciate all the sponsors and all the patreons
2: Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubey, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough
0: and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at a grid to say hello.